Suddenly, I do not seem to have enough hours in my day. There's so many things I wish I could have done differently. I have regrets about all the time I've wasted and cannot get back. However, starting today, I commit to using my time beneficially. The rest of my life will be the best of my life. Follow me on my journey towards unbridled freedom. The thoughts are mine to own and mine alone. Welcome to the Sunshine Girl Podcast. Today, I host Ghana's biggest YouTuber, Wood Amaya. Coming up... When I started telling stories by Africans, for Africans, that's when I started growing. Coming from the village, I saw how people were struggling. So I just wanted to like represent my people. Let's be honest, like I've seen so many celebrities that are trying to push that narrative that they've made it. But when you get the chance to meet them, oh my goodness, I, I, I normally call them ignorant celebrities. Just tell us the truth. So many of them can't even Quick afford question, the house they live in. Just stick around. Hello there, welcome to my uh, channel. Uh, my name is Jessica. I'm a broadcaster, fitness enthusiast, biker girl, and a voice actor as well. I reside in Accra, Ghana, and uh, yeah, you're welcome. Today, we're getting right in. I am here with Ghana's biggest YouTuber. I don't even know about that. She's telling me, I'm hearing that for the first time. I'm here with Ghana's biggest YouTuber. He has over 700,000 subscribers, and uh, the next biggest milestone, obviously, is going to be 1 million. 1 million. Definitely. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. How long have you been on YouTube again? Eight years so far. Damn. Eight years. Eight years of content. I'm telling you, eight years of content. But I would say that the first three years was just, I mean, having fun. And um, five years is strictly business. I mean, trying to create business out of what I do. Mm -hmm. I said, I mean, if I said fun, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I was just creating videos because everyone is creating videos. Mm -hmm. That's it. So but school, videos, fun at the same time. I was just trying to share my experience as a young black boy living in China. Uh -huh. That's it. And that, that actually was probably the best decision for you. Because there was nobody you. else doing it at the exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think I was inspired by Chinese people, how they see me. You know, oh, that's a black man. Oh, my God. And, you know, I didn't even know I was black until I went to China. <laughs> yeah, that's Trust me, I mean, I, I mean, living in Ghana, I thought I'm a Ghanaian. And uh, when I see a Nigerian, definitely that's a Nigerian. But I went to China. They're not calling me a Ghanaian, Nigerian. They're calling me, oh, black man, heron. So, Heyren. Heyren. That's like, what they call it? Heyren means a black man. Heyren. Exactly. Okay. So I decided to share my experience as a black man living in China. And yeah, I picked up and that's it. I've always been curious to know, um, where do the majority of your views come from? USA. Followed by? Um, UK. Okay. Canada. And then I'll say Ghana. Okay. Uh, it depends on the country that I go to next. So right now I'm in Ghana, so I'll get views from Ghana. Okay. That's, that would be like after US, UK, Canada to be Ghana. Right. So I went to Nigeria, it was US, UK, UK Canada. Canada. So it's always US, UK, exactly. Canada. Exactly. So the country that I go to, then I'll get uh, the first four. But always the top three countries. No wonder, because your CPMs are really high. Exactly. 
Because most of my content are for the diaspora. That's why, I mean, people in Ghana don't even know that I exist. That's True. <laughs> so, so let me tell you something, guys. I, I, I kind of chanced upon this young man. I bumped into him at the apartment where I live, and um, he was, like, at the gym. I saw that. I just, you know, and I, I saw him a couple of times, but never knew who he was until one day I'm surfing YouTube, and I see this video, and I think it was one of your interviews about some guy who was using... Uh, coconut husks yeah, to create charcoal. Yeah, charcoal. Yes, and um, yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, but I see this, this guy, guy all the time, and then I went to see, and he has like hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yeah, I yeah. think I joined you just before you turned 500,000. Wow. Yeah, and you know, over six months, you've gained like 200,000. Yeah, I mean, I think when I changed my content, that is when I started that the growth become like exponential. You know what I mean? Because I mean, all the time I'm on YouTube, I'm trying to learn something new mm -hmm. and change my content all the time. Because I started by having fun with Chinese women. I switched by sharing my experience as a black man. I switched by promoting Africa. I mean, moving street, showing people how beautiful Africa is. Right. But when I started telling stories by Africans, for Africans, and that's when I started growing like crazy. Like, I mean, I've never grown this way mm. from 500, 400, 500, 600, 700 now. It's ridiculous. Just seven months. It's ridiculous. Seven months ago, I And that's because you chose to tell the African story. Exactly. Why yeah. do you think people are so excited about that? I think people never believed in Africans. People never knew that Africans are capable. So for me to come out to show what Africans are doing, people were shocked and they wanted to see more. And literally, I was coming from the village. I didn't know anyone in Accra. Mm. So from one video, this person will introduce a friend, a friend, a friend, and a friend. I built a network. That's, I didn't know anyone. All the videos that you've watched, I didn't know anyone in person. Wow. Nobody. It was just, I interviewed this person. He said, oh, that's my friend. Mm. And that's it. And every video that I, I put out there, I'll get no less than 5,000 subscribers out of one Crazy. video. Crazy. 5,000 subscribers, 5, subscribers out of one video. Out of one video. And you post how many times a week? <laughs> I can't even post 30 times in a month. <laughs> so far as I have the content, you post. I post. So you're not on a schedule? Not at all. I mean, people say I upload only on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I'm not that type of vlogger. So far as I have the content, I'm posting. That's interesting. Now, you make me want to go wipe my... Because it's on my channel, the thingy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tuesdays yeah. and Fridays. <laughs> wow. I mean, you go all out. I mean, that's what I've learned. Consistency is the key. That's what I said. Those days, I was just having fun. Because I was not consistent. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I didn't know that even if you upload a video today, tomorrow, you're going to get subscribers from it. Let's, I, I mean, I went for a break for two weeks. I was not growing. I came back yesterday. One video, 2,000 subscribers. What? That's, it. That's interesting That's and, and very insightful as well. So definitely if you're posting, so from, if, if I can get, if, if I can understand what mm. you're saying, if you're putting out the right content, exactly. you would grow because exactly. as people continue to discover Always your content, they subscribe. Always post content that people are interested in. But that's the question. How do you know what they're it, interested it, it, in? It's just like gold mining. That's okay. how I, I can define it. Hmm. If you want to go into gold mining, you have to get a land that you think that, okay, there is gold here. Right. What, now you discover that there's gold, what do you do? Dig. You start digging. Mm -hmm. You dig, you dig, so you go find the real gold. So whatever I was doing, I was just trying to discover the land. I started digging until I found the right content. Now, after this content alone, I'm even trying to evolve by including African president. 
I've been invited by the Gambian president, mm. but I just want to meet Akufuado first. I mean, show respect to your country president. And you know that after that content, that would be like you'll be getting 10,000 subscribers of in course. a day. <laughs> of course. Of so course. it's all about evolving, getting the right content for the people. So you have a strategy for this thing? I don't joke with it. What is... Oh, okay, go ahead. Always want to plan and go with the flow. Like, I plan in terms of, like, knowing what I want to do. Do you understand what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I wanted to promote Africa to the world. But promoting Africa to the world, I realized that whatever I show, it's not owned by Africans. Mm. Do you understand? Right. I go to the most beautiful resorts in Ghana, maybe the most beautiful resort in Liberia, and it's, it's owned, owned by, by China. It's like you're promoting the world to the world. Right. Because it's not, I mean... He invested in your country, but the money is not going. It's not going to be in your country, right? Mm -hmm. So when I started promoting staffs that are owned by Africans, then I realized that, oh my goodness! I mean, people love this. Right. They want to see their own people win it. Mm -hmm. So you strategize. I mean, know where what you stand for, and then continue doing it. So I don't just come out and do videos. I know what I want and I know what I stand for. Right. So I come here and I tell you that, even if you own the biggest estate and you're not African, I'm sorry. Wow. I don't care. I, I, I don't, I'm not racist, but That's I mean, interesting. It, I got a sponsorship to go to Dubai mm -hmm. to promote. The guy said, I'm going to give you this amount of money. He, he told like, he would just buy me with I'm like, dude, I, like I've already made up my mind. Right. I'm here to promote African businesses. Wow. Your money is good. And you said no. I said no. I, I mean, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I want to fire my team. Like I, I have team, right? Uh -huh. So I just told them I have values. Integrity is everything for me. Right. I'm here to promote Africans. I mean, there's this narrative that people normally say that Africans don't support Africans. And I want to change that narrative. Oh, yeah. So if you check my channel, I do videos with everyone. Even if you have one subscriber and I feel like you have something that I need, and you have something that will help me, mm -hmm. I go with the flow. Let's create a content together. Wow. So I have like, I plan all these things and I go with the flow. I would never plan for a particular video like, yo, I'm sitting there with Jessica. This is what I'm going to do. No, no, no. When we are on the fourth filming, I'll tell Jessica, I want you to say this. Mm. I'm not going to tell you everything, but yo, shift that angle to this kind of topic. Right. That's it. When the video comes out, people might think that we planned a video. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But we just went with the flow. Interesting. That's it. That's how I, that's how I do my Quick stuff. question, because, I mean, I'm relatively young on this YouTube <laughs> streets. You're not you young, know? yeah. Um, I... I'm less than a year of consistently posting. I started posting in July last year. Yeah. Um, haven't you experienced like burnout? A I point all, where I, I do all the time. Yeah. Like, how do you get why, through it? No, I mean I take a break, like two weeks. A two like weeks. This time, like this time. What are we talking about? Break? We be like one year. Ah, yeah. No. Ah. <laughs> That's like oh, one month. No, like two weeks. You know, and you know that like YouTube immediately you go on a break, everything goes down. True. And you have to struggle to come up again. That's why consistency is the key. So the highest I can go is two weeks. And even the two weeks, I'll be like, ah, I think I have old content here, so I can rest. So I, I shoot videos ahead of time. Okay. And then I'll be posting them. But these two weeks, I just wanted to go off. Because I had videos that were doing so well. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, just do your stuff. I'm just going to be somewhere doing my own thing. So basically, when I'm burnt out, I take a break. Take a break. Two weeks maximum. But how, how are you able to rejuvenate? Like, are, are there, do you completely remove yourself from this content creation thing? Because I feel like it can be, as much as you're working for yourself and it's this mm. freedom here, mm -hmm. I feel like you're also a slave. To your people. Yes. Exactly. And the thing is, like, 
they kind of pressure you that we need content like for instance, these two weeks that I was not uploading, I was getting Instagram messages. People even told like somebody kidnapped me in Nigeria. Oh. You know, <laughs> they wanted to know, are you okay? Is everything all right with you? I mean, that is the kind of pressure that people will always give you. But always let them know. That's why we have the community tab. Right. So you post in your community tab. I'll be away for two weeks because I have like organic audience. I have people that are expecting videos almost every day. Right. So when you go off like that, they'll come to you like, what's going on? But hey, I mean, they are. Also, human beings, you need to be able to communicate with them. Let them know that, no, you're burnt out and you're going to come back soon. So, personally, I mean, I communicate with them. Right. Through my, um, how do you call it? I can post on Instagram. I have a personal assistant who replies them and tell them that, yo, he's tired. He just want to go off for some time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how. Yo, I want to be you when I grow up, man. No, no. <laughs> no seriously, seriously. Wow, this, this is awesome. Um, question. So, how important do you think authenticity is on YouTube? Being yourself can take you to the next level. I mean, there's so many people that film videos with wristwatches. They have to change their whole wardrobe to film a video. Put on makeup. Put on makeup all the time. <laughs> but for me, like, I can even wear a singlet and shoot a video. I don't care. And I want to build my brand like that. I mean, that's who I am. If you try to bring me clothes to where, I mean, I'll look like maybe somebody from different planets. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the whole down-to-earth, I mean, dress-down, yeah. I mean, that is me. Casual. That is me. I always want to be casual. You know, like, even when we started traveling, um, I tell my crew, like, I need to wear shoes, man. Because sometimes when you go to certain places, they, they look at you like, are you a madman? But they look at your passport and they see the number of visas. And they're like, oh, who are you? <laughs> And then we, we just pass by. So basically, if you stay true to yourself, mm. there won't be no pressure. Right. I mean, I hardly buy a wristwatch. Nobody's going to tell Do me Do you that. own one? I don't even have one. <laughs> I should get I, you one. No, thank you. Thank you. But I don't think I'll put it on. Maybe I'll do you that give it out. out. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, so you're not interested in... Okay, well, you know, I mean, you know, I like, guess you can look at the time know, on your watch. No, no, no I'm going to tell you phone. this. Mm-hmm. I was once like that. I had, I had, I had As to, in you could not afford it. No, I mean, I had suits, I had watches and okay. all that uh-huh. way back in China. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, I mean, when I was, let me tell you something. When I went to China, it was a learning process for me. I went to China, I go to factories. I see the richest man in the factory is wearing shorts. Hmm. And then the ones that are working for the rich man are wearing suits, moving up and down. Looking all expensive. Exactly. And these are the people that I was working with all the time in China. So basically, I was wearing suits in China and I was broke. I had six packs before. Eh? I had six packs. What happened to it? I told my my brother that I was broke. That's how I was. I I had six packs, man. Because I couldn't get food. I couldn't afford to buy food. You know, but right now... Trust me. I mean, living this life, it makes me want to do more. I mean, my money goes somewhere else. It goes into investment. It goes to so many places. I mean, I can I, I pay people's fees that I don't even say it anywhere. I just, I met a guy here where we live, and then he said that I was at a gym, mm-hmm. and then he came to me. He didn't know me anyway. He's like, oh, stand straight. Uh, like, he's trying to show me how to How to, up. yeah. And I'm like, okay, but you don't know me anyway. And I, like, I, I gave in, and then we're talking, and I was like, okay, can you come here and then Train we me. work out mm. together? He's like, oh, the daughter is this. And he started telling me, and I was like, where's your daughter? He's like, my daughter is in Kumasi. I'm like, she in school said, no, he doesn't have the money. He's a delivery 
guy, a dispatcher. So he came here to give somebody staffs, and then he saw me working out, so he wanted to come and help me. I just told him, like, what's your daughter? I said, come on. I said, okay. School? No. It's like, I'm going to take care of the school fees for a year. Oh, that's awesome. And this guy is like, no, who are you? I'm like, no, I'm nobody. I just want to pay. I'm like, give me your account everything. I'm just going to... You see, I, I've been able to do that. Maybe if I bought that watch, I wouldn't be able to do that. I feel you. And coming from the village, I, I saw how people were struggling. So I just wanted to, like, represent my people. Hmm. You know, even if I meet the president of this country, I'll go with my slippers. What's... Really? You, I mean, I'm wearing a sleeve. Really? She, wait, she, wait, 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 my guy. Wait, wait, wait. Let me hold this, man. <laughs> Dude just said he's going to meet the president of Ghana. With, wearing with this. this. I met, I met um, His Excellency John Ajikun before <laughs> with this. Yeah, I did. Oh, In his house. <laughs> I met him with shorts. Wow. I, I think I was wearing the same shorts. And then people were like attacking me. But uh, even the president was telling me, if you came to my house wearing shoes, I would have sacked you. Really? Because he knows who I am. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Unbelievable. I, that's, that's what I keep on telling people. Stay true to yourself. Yeah. Be you. I mean, don't let anybody intimidate you. Uh, see, let's be honest. Like, I've seen so many celebrities that are trying to push that narrative that they've made it. But when you get the chance to meet them, Oh my goodness! I, I I normally call them ignorant celebrities. Sorry about that. Oh no! Don't apologize. Don't don't, don't try to push certain kind of narrative out there because you are there to inspire. Hmm. You know how many people are looking up to you. You know how many people that want to be like you. But you keep on you keep on showing us that fake life. And at the end of the day, we think that oh, everyone is like that. Please oh, yeah. just tell us the truth. So many of them can't even Quick afford the house they live in. Just uh, okay. I was about yeah. to ask, like, just for clarity, when you say fake life, what, what exactly do you mean? I mean, they don't have what they are portraying. That's a fact. I mean, they, they, some of them are even living in rented houses. They're living in people's houses. We know. I know all the developers in Ghana. But, I mean, we still have to leave that. Look, I'm not saying don't show off. I'm not saying don't let us know what you have. But, I mean, just let us know how you were able to acquire those things. Hmm. Some of them rent, some of them friends give to them, and they come and show up. I met someone in Kenya some time ago, and then the guy's like, yo, this guy's not mine, man. I just rented it. And this guy's a celebrity. Like, people looking up to you. I mean, we were in the car, and I'm like, oh. You see, like, somebody will look at you and be like, oh, I want to be like this guy. But no, this guy rented it. It's not for him. It's not and for that's him. what I'm saying, like, your life is an inspiration to so many people. So many of us are looking up to you guys. So, like, live a life that, I mean... A young Ghanaian out here will know that, okay, I want to be like this guy. Right. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But don't live a life that you know that, okay, you know what? I know that even after 10 years of working so hard, I don't Still can't do it. Right. That's the thing. And most of them are like, they act as if they know everything. Right. But they don't know anything. <laughs> do you understand? Like, see, Yo, this, this interview is about to blow up. I'm going to say something. Like, mm, tell me about it. All our top artists in this country, mm -hmm. their YouTube channels are owned by somebody. Did you know that? Who is that? Who owns their channels? Um, it's called, like, is it my promo or my promo or something? Really? They don't, they don't own their own channels. Okay, I did not know that. I'm this. telling you, I, I'm, I'm a YouTube guy. I, I watch everybody. Their channels are not owned by them. Almost all the artists that we have in Ghana, they don't even know how to manage their own channels. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, don't give your channel to an MCN. It's called MCN. Right. Yeah? So you can you can even 
have somebody in your team that manages your channel. Not giving your channel to somebody who they don't do anything. At the end of the day, they put their logos and as if they're working for. Right. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's because they don't have the time. They don't know. It's not they don't have the time. Wait, aren't these um, 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 companies or people who own the channel supposed to be helping them grow it? Exactly. But they're not doing anything. Okay. But and they're I, bound by contract, though, so they can't I, I, just leave. I, I, you can't terminate the contract. Uh, because it's you not know, that no, simple. No, no, no. Listen, it, you see, these people, they come to you as if they want to help you. I know so many YouTube channels that are owned by it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've started getting emails from exactly. <laughs> people uh, one day. Oh, you know. Yeah, so I know how it works. They, yeah. they do that all the time. And that's what I'm saying, that we should stop being ignorant. We should start learning. Right. I mean, the more you learn, the more you know. You see, so you just take your time and say, okay, YouTube... This is my channel. This is where I put my music. Most of the everyone who wants to bring out a song posted on YouTube, but they go find out. Okay, the channel is owned by these particular people. What are they doing to help the channel? All they do is advertise their videos all the time for us to get. I mean, it can do better. Right. But but then again, to be fair, not everybody can be like you. Right? I, I don't want anybody to be like me. Mm. Do you understand? But I don't even do my stars by myself. Do you understand? Right. You have, I have a team. A team. But they're working for you. Exactly. And that's the difference. And that is what they need to do. Not giving a channel to a different entity. And you are the biggest artist in the country. Hmm. And you, know, you don't own your own. I mean, you don't own it. <laughs> I feel you understand? Mm -hmm. Having a channel and managing by somebody, you don't own it. Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I catch your drift, you know, you know especially you know, when, if they sign it off to like third-party companies exactly. that promise them to oh, we're gonna help, help them promote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do anything. Yeah. There are horror stories on YouTube, you know, yeah. that talk about it. You, you see, know. you just have to take your time, read around what you do. Or if you don't know, and Ghanaians even don't like collaborating. Why, uh, like, why is that missing? See, I don't understand. Like, literally, I don't understand what is going on in this country. Because when I went to Nigeria, oh my goodness, like these people, they just try to make everybody comes out. And I went to Nigeria, I was using motorcade. I'm like, hey, I don't look like, <laughs> I don't look like the They use motorcade to I come use, and get you. I use motorcade in Nigeria. Nigga. From, from Port Harcourt, when I was going to oh. my hotel room, I use motorcade. I use a motorcade. The longest motorcade I've been in was going from, traveling from Inewi to Inugu. Wow. And... And funny enough, they were playing Ghanaian songs for me. That's what's up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I don't care about those things, mm. right? But I feel like it's time for us to support our own. Mm. We shouldn't wait for somebody to make it and then we come and start pointing our hands that, oh, he's a Ghanaian. Yeah. I, I mean, I will tell you, I'm not even a Ghanaian. I mean, no one should call me a Ghanaian. I mean, I've, I've been here, but do you know that, like, people don't even know that I exist in Ghana? Yes. That they, is true. They, I mean, I like truthfully, I found out they, about you recently. They don't. They don't. They don't. Care. But then again, you can't blame people like me, for instance, mm -hmm. who didn't know anything about you. Exactly. Say we just weren't big on YouTube. I, I mean, it's not. It's <laughs> not like you're not. You're not big on YouTube. Hmm. But I mean, let's talk about my channel, right? I've been doing a lot for Ghana. I started everything in Ghana. Right. Before I left Ghana, but when I go out there, I feel more welcome than in my own country. But it's like that, though. A prophet I, is never accepted in their own you. home. Thank you. So, but right now. They just point in hands that when I go to Nigeria, 
oh, he's a Ghanaian. Why is he in Nigeria? I did a video for like Innocent Motors, mm -hmm. and then people were doing videos like, oh, you're a Ghanaian. People were even insulting me. Coming to really? Me. Yo, they were telling me that you're from Ghana. You've never done a video on Kantanka, and then you're doing a video on. Now trying to tell you how to do your content. Jeez, I'm self-made. <laughs> like, I did everything by myself. I mean, the tourism board in this country have seen what I'm doing, but they've kept quiet. And something that is so funny to me is that I'll do a video, and they'll pass behind me, and then just go there and tell them that we saw you on Wadamaya. But the, the tourism board will not even come forward to tell me that, oh, um, Wadamaya, we saw the video that you did. But they would rather go to the place that I filmed. And mention you. And mention... Jeez, I don't know what is wrong with us. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for me, I'm a proud Ghanaian. I don't care. Like, I'm not even here for the fame. I'm here for the impact. Right. People coming to Ghana, people coming to Africa. I mean, that's what I said. My project is Africa to the world, not just Ghana. So, even if Ghanaians don't recognize me, I can fly to Rwanda, of which I look like a president <laughs> of the country. You know, so that is, that is it. Cool. Let me take your final thoughts, just basically. Um... Thoughts of inspiration, really, um, for people out there who are watching, who love you, who love what you do, um, who are looking to be like you in terms of trying to get their own <laughs> channels going. Yeah. What, what kind of advice would you give to them? Uh, I would say that each and everyone out there even needs to have a YouTube channel. It doesn't um, depend on the kind of work that you do. It's just like, I mean, um, having a hobby mm -hmm. and you're getting paid of doing what you love right so i would say that if you are if you if you are inspired to be a youtuber just go for it but if you want to be a youtuber first and first be yourself be real have patience some of you don't have patience you start a youtube channel today and you just want to blow up oh i blow today no it took me two years to get a thousand people to follow me Two years. I'm telling you. Uh, oh, then I'm I'm done well. Ah, you understand? <laughs> I, I'm telling that you've grown. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, okay. It took me two years to get a thousand Crazy. people to follow me. Interesting. And after the thousand, then things started picking up. You know. So just be yourself. Have patience. And trust me, nothing is impossible. Just go for it. I like that. Just go for it. Woody says nothing is impossible, and nothing I totally agree. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. I hope you found the thoughts, ideas, and conversations beneficial. I'm glad you spent time with me today. I hope I gave you value. Please come back soon.